Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to episode 10 of the Jeff Bradbury Show. Today, we're going to be doing a different kind of bonus episode. Today, we're going to be doing a series of how did you build your edu brand that's right if you've been listening to the show you know that every single wednesday we talk a little bit about topics of how to build your edu brand such as email marketing social media and then what we've been doing on fridays is we've been coming out with a series called five ways to build your edu brand today we're going to be sharing the third leg of our podcast series called how How did you build your EDU brand? We've got some great guests coming on the show, and today I'm going to kick things off by having somebody come on and share with us how she built her EDU brand. My guest today is a mother, an author, a speaker, and really a superstar in my world, and we'll talk a little bit more about her as we get on to the show and as we get into the interview segment. But first, I want to update you on a few things happening on my EDU brand. I am looking forward next month to keynoting the Metuchen Technology Symposium. I'm looking forward to an amazing time. If you're interested in learning more about that, you can check out all the details over on TeacherCast. Sign up today. We're looking for a couple hundred great educators to join us in North Jersey, where we're going to be talking about how technology is used in your world. And my keynote is going to be designed all around how technology can be used to support not only our youngest of learners, but how we can be using technology to give them the skills they need for the days beyond our classroom. I'm so looking forward to this. I want to give our good friend Raquel Williams a big shout out. She puts on an amazing conference. It used to be called WeTech. Now it's called MeTech for Metuchen, the Metuchen Technology Symposium. Looking forward to it. You can check out all the details over on TeacherCast, or of course, check us out on our feed on on Twitter at TeacherCast. And if you're interested, it's on March 21st. It's a Saturday. I am so looking forward to that. Another big announcement is that this week launched a brand new educational social platform, I guess you will. EdSpace. If you've ever heard of EdSpace, it is an amazing platform. You can check it out over on edspace.live. And how would I describe EdSpace? It is a video platform. It is an opportunity for educators of all different backgrounds to come together and really have a discussion through video. And if you check it out over on edspace.live, you can join up. It's free, of course, and you can start a conversation. You can follow other teachers who are having conversations. And the whole entire platform is designed around teacher engagement. So the way that the platform works is you sign up. If you've got something you'd like to talk about, you hit the pink button that says post. And from inside of there, you can create up to a three-minute video. Now, the thing I love about Edspace is that you can create a real video or you can upload a video that you've already created. And I've been uploading 
you know, pre-made videos. I've been uploading screencasts. I've been uploading things with flyaways. And I, I've been having fun on this platform. And there are so many different things as a section for podcasters, for keynoters, for bloggers, for authors. Guys, if you're out there building your EDU brand, check out edspace.live today. Follow me on it. You can check out all the different things. And the way that these posts work is, is it, it expires after 72 hours. I hope I'm saying this the right way. You create a video post and it lives. And it all lives based off of customer engagement, or I should say user engagement, right? And if your post is sitting there stagnant for 72 hours, it goes away. But if you keep having great engagement on your post, it will live forever. And so what I want you guys to do is I want you to check out over at edspace.live. Sign up for a free account. Check out all the great stuff. There are so many amazing um, educators already on here. Ones you know about, ones you haven't met yet. And it just launched this week. I think it even launched today as, as, I'm, as I'm recording this. But check it out. I highly recommend it. I'll be talking a lot more about it as we go through here. Edspace is a brand new social network for teachers, and I am so excited about it because it's going to help me build my EDU brand, and I'm hoping that it helps you build your EDU brand. Another thing I want to mention before we get into our interview today is our Facebook group is starting to catch fire. We've had some great announcements. Even today, we had an announcement from Mark Barnes about the Hack Learning Channel now turning into Times 10 Publications. I think I said that right. There's a lot of great things that we're doing over on our Facebook group. Head on over to Facebook.com today. Do a search for Build Your EDU Brand. Join our Facebook group. Or, of course, you can learn more about it over on BuildYourEDUBrand.com. My friends, if you're an author, a blogger, a podcaster, a speaker, a writer, any kind of educational content creator, this is that podcast for you. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Subscribe on our iTunes channel. There's a lot of great things. I want to just end my monologue today with two shout-outs. The first shout out I want to give is to our good friend, Dr. Will. If you guys have not checked out the Dr. Will show, it is amazing. It is a show all about branding. It is a show all about building your life. And my goodness, that man out there in Mississippi is doing a great podcast. Check him out today over on the Dr. Will show. He is keeping it real each and every week. And he has some amazing guests. You talk about diversity. You talk about difference of opinions. You talk about a podcast that really is kicking it this time of year. Check out that Dr. Will show. I believe he is doing some amazing things in education. And I want you to give him a big shout out. The other person I want to give a big shout out to is my new and amazingly good friend, Miss Barbara Bray, who just started, or not just started, she's got about 95 episodes of her podcast on. I just got connected to the show. It is a great podcast, um, has amazing educators coming on. And I'm excited about meeting Barbara today because I'm actually going to be having her on the podcast uh, Saturday. I'm going to be interviewing with her, and I'm going to try everything I can to get her episode fast-tracked so that way you can hear Barbara's story and how Barbara built her EDU brand. Hopefully, if everything goes well, that's going to come out next week, uh, February the 20-something or other. Check all that stuff out. We've got some great things going on, but first, I want to get into our interview. As I said at the top of the show, this podcast, The Jeff Bradbury Show, is going to be built on three pillars. An informational show on Wednesdays, a segment we call Five Ways to Build Your EDU Brand Through, and you know those shows. We just did them, LinkedIn, email marketing, social media. We've got a lot of those that we're going to be talking about. 
But this is going to be the start of that third leg of our stool. And we've got some great guests coming up, notably the amazing Dr. Sarah Thomas. You're going to be hearing from her in just a few weeks, probably two weeks. I'll put that one out where you can hear about the EduMatch story and how Sarah is just absolutely kicking it in social media and on the speaking circuit and in her classrooms and her school districts and now in her publishing. But I wanted to start this whole series of how did you build your EDU brand with somebody who's very, very personal to me. This woman is so inspirational. She is amazing. I've literally looked up to her my entire life because I've known her my entire life. She happens to be my cousin. And she's not only just my cousin, she's actually my first cousin once removed. Okay, let's stop there for a second. That means that she's my father's first cousin, which means her dad and my dad are both brothers and we're a generation. Oh, and anyway, she's my first cousin once removed. And a couple years ago, I started to notice that she was building her EDU brand. She was coming up with a way to connect with her audience and give them the tools that they needed to succeed and become a better version of themselves. I saw that she started a Facebook program. She got onto Instagram. She started helping ladies, women, middle-aged women learn how to eat better, how to diet, how to stay healthy, how to exercise. And over the last couple of years, I've kind of lurked in her circles because I'm not a middle-aged woman. Let's, let's face it here, guys. I've looked, lurked in her circles here and I've been really, really like all inspired at what she's been doing and how she's been doing it. And even though I see her probably once a year, maybe once every other year, depending on when we can get up to our, our family vacations together, I never really had the opportunity or I'll even say the guts to even approach her about it because, you know, it was our family reunion and we never really got a chance to talk about these different things. But now that I'm doing this show and now that I'm trying to, to open myself up to you, my target audience, I just took a deep breath one day, sent her a DM and said, hey, would you be interested in coming on this podcast of mine? I'm doing this show about building your brand. Would you be interested? And I am so thrilled that my cousin Ruth has decided to come on the show. We did this interview a few weeks ago, and I've been dying to send it out because it has absolutely been one of my favorite interviews. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you do, please leave us a comment below. Share this on social media. If you have somebody that you know in your family that's out there building their EDU brand, take a moment, sit down, ask them some of these questions. How are they doing it? How would they like to succeed? How would they like to do better? And guys, it is all about figuring out your target audience. That is the one thing I want you to get out of this show. One of the things that Ruth has been able to do that I'm so impressed with is not only figure out her niche, figure out who her target audience is, but give them exactly what they need. They are an amazing group of people. And you can check out all the information over at bodybyruth.com. But I want you to do that after taking the next little bit and listen to this awesome interview. And without further ado, here is my interview with my amazing first cousin once removed, Ruth Ungerer. My guest today is a personal trainer and an entrepreneur and an amazing social media presence. And she's also my cousin. I want to bring on today Miss Ruth Ungerer. Ruth, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to talk to you today and learn about your brand. Every time I look on Facebook, you've got some great videos, tips, tricks. We'll get into all of that stuff. But tell our audience, who is Ruth Ungerer? 
Uh, well, Ruth Ungerer is a wife and a mom and a now new semi-empty nester. I say sem semi because our youngest is a freshman in college and we see him occasionally. But um, I'm also a personal trainer and a lifestyle coach. And I um, decided to do some rebranding about five years ago where I was going to kind of recreate my name because as I was getting older, my clients were also changing and I needed a different name that represented who I was and my target market that I wanted to reach. Um, I used to be called Fit Mom and Friends and I knew that I was going to be targeting more than just moms. So I rebranded about five years ago to Body by Ruth and the whole premise of that is that I am helping women and equipping them with the tools to become the best versions of themselves through mindset, nutrition, the fitness, and building the fit community. So everything that I teach is more than just the physical body. It's Body by Ruth, Fit Mind, Fit Body, Fit Tribe. And um, it's all wellness and aging gracefully and, and all that good stuff. I love that you took the time five years ago to think about where you were and actually had that courage to rebrand. And I love that, that, that name Body by Ruth. And you can head on over to bodybyruth.com. We talk a lot here on the show about finding that avatar and really thinking about who that is. Ruth, when you're looking at your brand and when you're talking to that one person into that camera, who is your target audience? That's a great question. Um, and that's something that as an online educator and um, edu like someone that's constantly creating content, I have to know who my audience is. And so I would say it's a woman about 40, between 40 and 60, who is excited about being healthy. She's got the pain points of weight gain as you get older and maybe not having enough time. Um, she's wanting to age gracefully and she wants to take care of her body. So having a good age range or a specific niche is very important. And my niche is people that want to look, feel their best. Um, and that age range is usually between 40 and 60. And is Body by Ruth something that you set out to do as a business or were you helping people out and then it just kind of fell in your lap of, oh, I should try this or somewhere in the so middle? I have been training for 20 years and I was training local clients and um, I started to get a lot of people because as, as social media was becoming more popular and more useful for people to share content, I would share tips and I would share workouts online and I kept on getting, oh, I wish you lived closer. Oh, I wish you'd lived closer. And so in my head, I was like, I need to figure out a way to be able to train clients anywhere and be able to help them no matter if they're, t you know, five, 10 miles away or if they're on the other side of the country or in uh, another country. And so, like you were saying, when you were um, talking to me beforehand, like you were saying, you know, I wanted to kind of relaunch what I was doing and figure out another way to, to reach people. I didn't know, I didn't have all my I's dotted and all my T's crossed, but what I did know is I was really good at education. I was really good in the 
um, field that I was in and it didn't have to be a hundred percent ready. I just needed to jump in and I figured I was going to learn and tweak and grow along the way. And I would say, if you do have an idea, just know if you have something to share and something to teach, it's going to help someone's life be better. Don't worry if it's not perfect. Just jump in. You can, you know, tweak it as you go, but that, um, I've tweaked it so much since I started training online three years ago and um, really evolved that fit mind, fit body, fit tribe um, as I grew my business online and reach, you know, thousands of women when I'm training groups. You know, I love that you said that you've been doing this for 20 years, put this all together. I'm curious because this is something I struggle with, too. Are you a trainer who happens to be an entrepreneur or yeah. are you an entrepreneur who happens to be a trainer at this point? Um, I started as a trainer. Um, I wanted to, I used to be an educator. I was a, an elementary teacher. And when we had our children, my husband and I decided that I would stay home and raise our boys. But I always wanted to still participate and have something that I was doing to contribute. And so when our youngest was born, I was able to do the training because I could do it around my schedule. And my son was at preschool and or when he was napping. I could be training my clients. And so as I was doing that, then I started to have like different ideas of things that I can share. But that entrepreneurial spirit, I mean, I was always I always grew up like making bread and selling it on the corner. I mean, I always did stuff like that. You know, we were taught to be industrious and nothing was handed to us. So I think as an early age, um, I learned that, you know, if you wanted something, you worked for it and you figured out a way how to make it happen. So I think that entrepreneurial spirit really was bred from, you know, being born into a family where you really had to um, work hard, <laughs> you know, nothing was handed to us. Um, but I'm also a creative and I love to create. Um, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs are creative. And so that you have to find that balance between creative and actually production, you know, mm -hmm. launching things and, and making sure it's able to be executed. So um, I would create all day long if I could, but then you have to reel it in and then figure out, okay, this is the entrepreneur in me that wants to dream about this and dream about this. But okay, let's focus on what I can do right now that's going to get this to launch level, you know. Do you remember when that started with you? I, I know you come from a big family. You're also the youngest. And, and, you know, I know your brother's kind of, he's got a good personality to him. Did you get this entrepreneur spirit, this branding, this look at me from trying to be the youngest in a, in a rather larger family? Or was this something that you no, picked up throughout the years? Um, I think, you know, I've always been... I've always been very social. Um, about six years ago, I, I dabbled with some network marketing. And I would say what really kind of launched the, the mindset, the, um, you know, self-help type motivational stuff was when I was, was doing that. And I did that for about four and a half, five years. And then through my husband's prompting, he was like, you know what, you need to like do all this on your own and get the credit yourself and not be making someone else all the money because you're really, really good at it. Um, 
I have a natural knack of sales without being salesy. And anytime you're an entrepreneur, you're selling yourself in essence, you know? And so when I am working on my content and creating my brand, I am always keeping that in mind. Like I am selling my, my brand, what it is, what is it about? And for me, it's faith and family and fitness and fun and fashion because I have a clothing line. Um, and so I always put all those together when I am, you know, thinking about what my goals are. I, I try to include all of that. So let's talk a little bit about how you've built that. Because if again, bodybyruth.com is the website. I, I, I love the way it's all set up. But talk to us about how you go from concept to clients. Because you've got people that come to your house as, as, as clients. You've got people all over the place. You've got a lot of videos on YouTube. How do you put this all together? How does it conceptualize? How do you go from, again, this, this concept of I want to help women. Right paid, paid clients. Give us a little bit of that roadmap. So, um, I started again, just training clients locally and it was mostly fitness, um, mostly fitness. And I didn't tell people what to eat. I didn't write meal plans for them at the time. It was like, I was giving them their, their workouts. And then four years ago, I started to say, okay, I need to give people more direction on what they should be eating so that they have control <laughs> so that, so they really know what they're putting in their mouth is going to be helping their body. And so, um, I started, I'm always creating workouts. I've got hundreds of thousands of workouts that I've created over the years. And, um, I usually, now that like we've got notes on our phone and stuff, it's so easy if you have an idea, you know, put it on the notes and save it. But then I started to write meal plans. And um, when I was thinking about what I was going to be providing my online clientele, I wanted to be able to give them workouts that they can do um, on their time frame that would not be too long. So they're, you know, usually between 15 and 30 minutes long because... I wanted to be able to answer any excuse that people give me with a solution. And so I give them their workouts, they're 15 to 30 minutes, they can do them anywhere. And then I wanted them to be able to have a meal plan that told them exactly what to eat, when to eat, um, and make it super simple. So when I started to do that, all of a sudden, like the food is, is 80 to 90% of what a body looks like. And so when people started to implement my meal plans, their results were awesome. And that got me super excited because I was able to reach so many more people than that way online. Um, I started by, I created a website. I had a, a WordPress website for about a year and a half, maybe two. And um, I did my blog through my WordPress website and it ended up getting hacked, Ooh. which um, was a big headache. And so I was trying to, I had built, you know, I had start, started to build everything. I had all my blogs saved on my website. I was very disappointed when I got hacked because basically I lost everything Ooh. that I had on that um, website. And I went to Shopify 
And Shopify was very attractive to me because they have like a built-in security. So if um, like I had security in WordPress, but it wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. And so it was able to be hacked and I lost everything. But um, with Shopify, you have built-in security. So that price is affordable. I'm not having to pay an extra hundred dollars, you know, mm -hmm. for security for my website. And because I, um, I do my blog on Shopify and I also sell my apparel on Shopify, it makes it a great one-stop shop. So I love that. And I like that too. It's, it's, it's easy. It's simple, especially when you're trying to put all of this stuff together. Right. And I love the landing page and, and you've got these, you've got a challenge that the people, that, that people can come and right. do. Um, when we're looking at this, and I know you said your clientele and everything, where does social media fall? And are you, are you reaching out through Twitter, through Facebook? Are you, I mean, right. I noticed you've got YouTube. Tell us a little bit about your social strategy. Social media for me is a lot of what I do. And because of, you know, my experience with network marketing and then with building my brand, um, I was very aware of the power of social media. And so I decided early on that that was going to be like how my main attraction was going to be towards reaching people. Um, so I use Facebook a lot. Um, I use Instagram a lot. Mm. I use Pinterest a lot. And I also use um, YouTube. So I, I put all my YouTube videos on there and they're not just fitness videos. They're, you know, how to X, Y, Z, you know, what types of foods are, are good for um, balancing hormones or what are the best types of foods for helping women when they have cramps or whatever. Like there's all kinds of, of things that I would put out there, mm -hmm. how to do carb cycling or intermittent fasting. So I would suggest, though, like someone start out by picking one or two things that they want to focus on so that it's strong. You've mm -hmm. got a good presence there. Um, Facebook, I'm very consistent. And I think that's the other thing with all of them. Like if you can be consistent, that is super, super, super important. So I, I'm very consistent. I usually will post like an inspirational post in the morning because that's part of my brand. It's inspiring and um, motivating, educating, and um, just being real and so and authentic. So I try to let people in my world. So I show family and, and vacation and things that we're doing. And then I always, you know, run a filter. Is this post about inspiring someone, motivating someone, educating someone, um, or making them laugh. I, I'm, I like me making people laugh too. Um, my thing is, you know, you want to help put a smile on someone's day. And if I could help someone put a smile on someone's day by being silly or funny, I'm okay with that, you know, or just making them appreciate what they have. I'm very big into gratitude and all that. So all of that is, is coming through in my social media, but I also grow a lot. Uh, I have an email list and um, I do email marketing by capturing leads, by offering freebies, you know, things that people will exchange mm -hmm. for whatever content I have for them. So if I'm offering them, you know, a checklist, a could be 
you know, what I eat in a week. It could be a sample detox. You know, people are always looking for things that they can do to feel better, look better. And so you want to give something away in exchange for email. So I've been doing that consistently. I hired someone. I have my first um, employee. So she helps me with admin stuff and, you know, um, making sure my email funnels are going to new leads and things like that. So I'm very good with communicating with my email list. And um, I've always been told, you know, give, 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 and then yeah. ask. So I give give free content a lot, yeah. um, a whole lot. I just give recipes, give, 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 and then, you know, let people know about something that they can purchase, whether it's my boot camp or something about apparel or a meal plan or something like that. So many educators listening to this come up and say, how do you start email marketing? How do you put this all together? Let's dive into that for a second. What, what is, can I ask, what, what is your email platform of choice right now? Um, I use something called Outstand. Okay. Um, it is actually something that a friend of ours, he met with me, wanted me to use it because he created it and it's great. It has mm -hmm. everything that I need. Um, and I love that I can make my emails pretty. It's all cohesive. All my branding is in it. I think so as a woman, my target avatar is a woman. And um, I am a drawn to aesthetically, you know, things that are very pretty. And so mm -hmm. I want all my graphics to be beautiful and clean and, you know, simple, but elegant. And, you know, my brand comes across, I think, in all my email marketing and my photos that I put on Instagram and Facebook and all that. So um, I use Outstand. I email my list probably twice a week. Mm. And um, I usually will like, I love telling stories through email. So like one of the great ways that you can you know, help people realize that they need you <laughs> is by telling stories of people that have found success doing what you're sharing or, you know, on the program that I offer. So I love to share success stories because different people resonate with different women. You know, it could be someone that um, needed to lose 50 pounds or someone that, you know, was struggling in, in her profession and in her marriage because she just wasn't feeling good and, and her life is completely transformed because She's healthy now and she mm -hmm. looks better and she feels better and she's asking for promotions. And um, I love to tell, I love to tell stories. So I usually will do something like that. And I also will share recipes a lot and I'll share sample workouts a lot um, just because that's what my brand is about. Now, you mentioned that you're doing email marketing twice a week. Are you consistent where every email has A, B and C or... Tuesdays you do A and then Thursdays you do B. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this is not just email marketing, but I kind of have a guide that I follow, um, motivational Monday and meal prep Monday or things that I share on Mondays. So I always am going to share something motivational to get people excited about starting their week. Sometimes I will share those same things on, um, my email list. Um, I also will share meal prep tips on Monday. So that's kind of a, a, a guide for me. It's like, okay, what kinds of things can I share? Mm -hmm. And then on Tuesdays, I usually do some sort of fit tip. 
Okay. Um, or a tip, nutrition tip, fit tip. Um, Wednesdays, um, I will usually do some sort of workout type thing. Thursdays, I do Thirsty Thursday. So I'll share a recipe for um, a drink. Uh, could be, you know, a, a smoothie or golden milk or something like that's healing or soothing. And then Fridays are fa uh, Friday favorites, which are things that I have found that make my life easier that I share with people. Now, the other thing that people always ask me about email marketing is when do you find the time? Now, do you, do you sit down for an hour and then do a week and a half's worth of emails or every day you do five minutes of email marketing for the next day? Like how do you, how do you budget for not only creating the content, making time and, you know, family So life? I like to batch create, okay. um, batch creating content helps me like I could do, you know, usually a month of I'll, I'll plan, you know, monthly to six months. So I kind of have a roadmap of what I want to cover. Um, at the beginning of the year, it's ba basic, you know, getting people back to basics. It's reeling them in from indulging and things like that. Mm -hmm. But um, in the summer, it's helping people like giving them things that are going to make them have um, like a, a good vacation and staying healthy on vacation. So like, like depending on the time of the year, October, November, December, how to, you know, be healthy during the holidays. I will share all that kind of stuff, but batch create so that I'm thinking, okay, this is the type of stuff I'm going to include January, February, March. This is what I'm going to include for April, May, June, July. Mm -hmm. um, and then same with the last three or four months of the year. So I'm helping people navigate through different seasons and um, there's natural content that kind of goes with that. Um, and then I usually will like batch create Facebook posts. And so I will kind of say, okay, this week we're talking about goal setting this week. We're going to talk about creating healthy habits and I'm going to share, you know, I kind of use what I'm doing with my clients also as inspiration, as I'm, um, thinking of things to post, Hey, this is what's going on with my group. This is what's happening behind the scenes. So I kind of will use that as, um, kind of fuel for me when I'm creating content, sharing what's going on and, you know, how people are finding success by doing what I'm offering. You're, you're certainly creating an awful lot of stuff. And anybody that goes over to bodybyruth.com is certainly going to be able to see what you're doing, understand your brand. I just want to ask you while we're still on the subject, uh, graphic program of choice, or, or what do you use to make all your, your great graphics? Okay. Um, I have a few things. So if I like fonts or if I want to do words, so I like for words, I like um, word swag. I also like Canva. Canva is like what I use for like creating covers for um, meal plans and things like that. Um, I like Pixomatic, which mm. would be like what I use if I'm um, putting my body on a blank screen or, you know, like mm. I will superimpose my body on a background. Um, that's called Pixomatic. So that's my favorite. And then for videos, I use Kindmaster. I don't know that So one. anytime I'm doing a YouTube video, I, I use Kindmaster. I will certainly have to look that up. And of course, anything that's mentioned here on the show, we're going to have over on our show notes and you can find everything over on buildyouredubrand.com. Talking today to Miss Ruth Ungerer from bodybyruth.com about how she's been building her brand. Ruth, 
anybody out there listening to this probably has some questions about how do you get started? How do you stay motivated when that road in front of you, you might not be able to see? Talk to that person out here listening to this show. What advice do you give them for starting this and really just digging in and getting it started? So I would say, first of all, like decide what you're good at and then just decide that you're good enough to share what you know with people that can learn from you. So if you know like you're really good at teaching people how to can or you're really good at, um, you know, teaching people how to market or how to teach teachers or whatever, like decide what you're really good at and then decide, okay, I'm going to be able to share what I know via and how do you want to share it? You know, find the platform that you want to do. I told you I use Shopify. It could be WordPress. Um, And then kind of write down like things right off the top of the head that you don't even have to think about that you're good at, that you can teach on and then start creating content around it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, um, the basics, nuts and bolts of nutrition. It's, it's all about fitness. It's all about food and how it helps the body with inflammation and, and gut health. I'm a huge, I love gut health. I love, um, teaching people how to get comfortable in the kitchen. I love helping people focus on gratitude and things that are going to help them get through a hard day or a hard season. You know, I have a lot of women that have um, lost husbands or children and you're, you know, helping them learn how to redefine who they are. And um, that kind of all evolved. I didn't know I was good at that until I, you know, I started doing it and realized, gosh, I've been able to help so many women get over, heartbreak and hardship and difficult seasons and divorce and pick themselves up. And so for me, I, I will be honest in that I very rarely am not motivated. Um, I get motivated by my clients. Like they motivate me to create more content. Um, and it's, it's also helpful if you can think of a few people in particular that you're writing content for. So we talked about your avatar. If you don't, if it's, it's good if you can say like this friend is someone that has this particular need that I can help. And if you want, when you're writing your content, if you could think of, like I might think of someone that um, just is super out of shape. And then I might think of someone that is going through a divorce and just feels really bad about her, her self image. And then I might think of someone that hates to cook and she goes out to eat all the time. Or I might think of someone that, you know, really wants to be healthy and fit as she's um, entering the years of empty nest and potentially being a grandmother. And so like, if I have particular people in my mind that I can, think of this content is great for her. It, it totally, I'm never thinking I, I'm run, I'm never running out of ideas because you have to always think of what pain points can I answer? Yes. You know, what things can I offer that are going to help people solve a problem or get through whatever it is there, there is a trying time for them. I, I think, Ruth, that's some of the best advice that's been given on this show. You know, people reach out to 
to to brands, to content creators, to you. They're trying to find an answer to a question. And you happen to be able to give the answer to that question. And if they like the answer, they're going to keep coming back. Right. And if they keep coming back enough, then maybe you can say, okay, why don't you sign up for my, or why don't you order this? And and you have to grow that. And you mentioned this earlier about being authentic. And that's something else that we've been talking about. I mean, people invest in us as, as people way before they invest on the course, the book, the shirt, the whatever, being vulnerable, being open up, mm-hmm. that's really what this is all about. And being able to put yourself out there and having somebody else say, hey, I'm right there with you. Let's go on this journey together. Mm-hmm. I'll even give you my email address so we can stay in touch and I'll get mm-hmm. this. There's so many different things in here. Where do you see Body by Ruth going in the next 12 months or you know, in the future here? That's a great question. So um one of the things that I've been trying to figure out is how can I continue to serve the women that I've been serving that have been doing my online program for four years. And um, one of the things that I would try to do just to make it fresh, not only for them, but for me is to kind of pick a theme mm-hmm. and that theme would drive the content. So um, right now it's it's kind of easy at the beginning of the year. Everybody's again, reeling in the bad behavior from the holidays. So my theme is the new year, new you challenge. So we're just really working on getting back to basics, but there's been times that I've done like a session and the theme was from dirty dancing because the remake of dirty dancing, you know, was coming up. So like all my content had that somehow woven through it. Uh, And then there was another time we did all superheroes uh, women heroes. Um, and we called that be heroic. And so I will like weave a specific theme through the boot camp, but it's a lot of content creation for me. So what I've decided to do and I'm launching it, I'm working on it now is now I'm creating online courses where I'm taking all of the information that I have been sharing with my clients online and I'm putting it into a course that can be evergreen. So Hmm. the basic nuts of nuts and bolts of fitness, I don't ever want to water down with a theme like be heroic, but I want it to give people the tools that they need to, again, be the best version of themselves with their nutrition and with their fitness and with their mindset. And so that is coming together. I'm doing that. And so that will be what, people that need to um, improve their their fitness, their health, their wellness, they will be doing that. And then I'm also going to be launching a membership site so that the people that have gone through my program will then be doing a membership program where then I can get into fun themes because they've done the nuts and bolts with me three years now, um, they know what they're doing. They should know what they're doing. Now we can go more into depth. We're like this month, we might focus on how to dress for your body type. Another month, we might focus on how to quit sugar addiction. Another month might just be on how to build healthy habits and a good morning routine. So I'm able to pick a theme and run with that theme all month long and still be giving people awesome content that's going to help them, but it's not the same thing all the time. Um, I've been really good about for the last four years, like every session is a different theme, but it, 
it's like, how many themes can I create without losing the basic nuts and bolts, but still right. adding things? So I, this is how, this is how body by Ruth is going to be evolving. It's going to be course creation and I'll be offering mini courses of some of the, 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 the mother course, um, that'll help people get organized and, you know, organizing their kitchen, uh, sugar addiction, things like that. And then the mama course will have it all. I, I love the funnel. And, and I will say this, anybody who's listening to this show, go back about two minutes, listen to that in the terms of email marketing funnel, having that beginner course, figuring out what those fun little bits are, creating another thing on top of it, and always trying to re-energize and re-engage your users. So that way they do keep working with you. Right. We have the same thing here on the podcast, a year in the life of a teacher is the year in the life of a teacher, but we're not trying to come up on our tech coach show of, well, what's level two going to be like, what's level three, same topics or slightly same topics. Yeah. What's that next thing? Do you get these topics off the top of your head? Do you do a lot of market research? Do you spend your time with your clients asking the question of, well, what are you looking for? What do you need? If, if we did an online course, would you do it? Talk a little bit about your market research here. So, I am a self-help junkie <laughs> and I also am a student. So I love learning myself. I am always, always listening to marketing podcasts. Um, and so I get a lot of inspiration through different marketing podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. So, um, eventually I would like to also teach what you're, te you know, talking to me about tonight is how to do course creation, how to do two fitness professionals. So right now, all of my things are for people that need to get healthy, but I would like to eventually turn that into how to help people grow business that want to market to, um, people that want to get healthy. I got to ask so, Ruth favorite podcast to listen to. Um, I love Jenna Kutcher's gold digger. Okay. I love it. And I love Amy Porterfield's, um, oh my gosh, Marketing Made Easy. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. Um, I also love um, Influencer by, let's see, oh my gosh, the Influencer, Julie Solomon. Mm. So um, those are things that I, I soak it up, you know, <laughs> I'm soaking it up and I, I try to apply those things that I learn as well. Ruth, I got to tell you, I, I, you know, I've known you my entire life, getting to know you more through Facebook, through videos, through watching what's been going on, definitely been an inspiration to the work that we're doing here on teacher cast. So I just want to say congratulations, my friend, my cousin Thank you. for doing all of this work and making it extremely successful. I mean, I'm seeing the, the testimonials here from these women that you're working with and, and the results are there. And it's all about the hard work, the dedication, both on their end, of course, but also on you being that coach, that trainer, that motivator for them. I wanted to kind of wrap up today and, and just ask you, what advice have you been given that you might be able to pass on to our audience? What's that one little gem that you think about every time you're, you're sitting there going, do I really need to do this again? How do I do this? What's that thing that keeps you going that maybe you can pass on to our audience? Okay. So I would say two things. I kind of hit on both of them. The first thing is if you have an idea and you want to be able to share it, just start. 
um, it's very easy to talk yourself out of launching something because you don't think you have it all together yet or you might not have all your weeks planned out. Just start. When I first started each week, I was like creating the content as I went. But I knew if I didn't say I'm starting this date, I would Mm -hmm. keep on saying, oh, I'll start then. Or you know what I mean? So you just need to start. If you have a dream to start a podcast, you don't have to have six months necessarily planned out already. Like just just start. Um, I think you should have a couple months, but, (laughs) but just start. And then the other thing is. Find what you're good at and pick a couple ways that you're really going to hone in on how you want to market on, you know, what platforms you're going to use. My biggest platforms are Facebook and YouTube. Um, And YouTube for me, I use all the time, you know, like it's run by Google. I use Google and YouTube to figure out how to do things (laughs) all the time. So, you know, when you aren't sure how to do something, go YouTube it. There's a video on it or Google it. There's a video. But I would say pick a couple of platforms that you really want to use and then um, run with it, you know. That is certainly good advice. If you're going to go do it, just start. And and listen, if anybody... It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. I... Wow. Talk about value bombs on this one. This is a great episode. Um, if you guys are out there looking to get started, Ruth, how do we get a hold of you? How do we learn how to do this? And, and, and where can we find you? Awesome. Um, you can hop onto my website anytime, bodybyruth.com. My Facebook business page is Body by Ruth. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Body by Ruth and on YouTube as Ruth Ungerer. And guys, what did I tell you? Isn't she amazing? I want to say thank you to my cousin Ruth for coming on the show and sharing how she is building her EDU brand. I know it has been inspiring me over the last couple years. I hope stories like this are inspiring you guys. Don't forget, next week, we're going to have our interview series continue. And we're also going to be featuring Sarah Thomas on a future episode sharing how she's building her EDU brand. If you have a story you'd like to tell on this podcast, if you would like to share with us how you are building your EDU brand, check us out. You can, of course, find us over on buildyouredubrand.com. And, of course, you can always email us over at feedback at teachercast.net. Tell us your story. We would love to have you guys be featured on The Jeff Bradbury Show. And that wraps up episode number 10 of The Jeff Bradbury Show. We want to say thank you guys so much. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and let us know what you thought about it through social media, through Voxer, through Twitter, or, heck, even on edspace.live. We would love to have you guys there, and we would love to have you build your edu brands with us so on behalf of my good cousin ruth and everybody here on the teacher cast educational network my name is jeff bradbury reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions on your platforms you've been listening to the teacher cast educational network hosted by jeff bradbury please reach out to the show with all of your questions on twitter at teachercast or online at www.teachercast.net be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes and please take a moment to write a review in the app store